Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio. Should help you figure out even more 
if you belong here tonight with me and my upcoming guest, Arielle Pink. Are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you listening? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, binge eating and picking at your face? Well, cut it the fuck out. Nobody will love you if you're all pockmarked and gross. Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Me too! Are your friends assholes who talk behind your back? Is the guy you like not responding to your text message, your Facebook poke, your retweet, or your Instagram like? <gasps> Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit! You need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? <gasps> then this is your lucky day, because that is exactly what this is. Let me and Arielle Pink be the shoulders that you cry on, because all we want to do is be your new best friend. All we want to do is hold your hand through it. So call in, and we'll talk all about it. Pick up your smartphone uh, or what have you. Call me using Skype. Call me using Gmail. Whatever it takes. For you to get through to us tonight, I don't care. Whatever it takes to get you here to us. Um, okay, area code six four six. This is the number six four six three seven eight zero six four nine. Or you can call in toll free. That's how much I like you. Provide a toll free telephone number out of the kindness of my own pocket, and that number is area code eight seven seven five six nine three five eight eight. Ariel Pink, are you there? That was beautiful. Thank you very much. How are you doing? Ah, I'm always I'm always good. How are you? I'm good. What are you wearing? Give everybody who's listening a visual. Oh, uh, I'm 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 very preppy right now. I'm wearing a Lonso. A low como it Lonso what? shirt. It's got a little alligator on it, and uh, there's uh, there's some brown pants and uh, some clogs. I'm wearing clogs for the first time in uh, in years. I think that's why I didn't want to date you ten years ago because you wore clogs. And now you're doing it again. I, I, I somebody gave them to me, and uh, I was wearing these other loafers that were just that were cutting, you know, just digging into my uh, heels. So I just uh, I had to I had to take them. They're kind of my slippers around the house. Okay. Um, my mom. I, I outgrew. I outgrew. Uh, um, you what? I outgrew uh, clogs uh, years ago. I, I mean, you, you know that. I think, but now that I'm back in your life, now you're wearing clogs again. Are they pink? No, no, no. Okay, enough about me. What are you wearing? What am I wearing? wearing Super duper tight jeans that I think are kind of too tight, but they feel really like 70s, like when girls used to wear like crazy tight, like I don't like the word ass, but like they're like really skin tight, dark, dark denim. Like leather ones? Leather? Like Jim Morrison pants? No, I'm not wearing Jim fucking, I'm not wearing Jim Morrison pants. I'm just wearing really tight jeans. Okay, good catch. Those are kind of like Jim Morrison pants, but not leather. I'm not wearing leather pants. But anyway, and then. I'm wearing a really tight um, gray polka dot sweater. That, so my boobs look really big, and I feel really sexy because I'm wearing, like, skin-tight pants. Well, well, what's going on in your, in your life? What's going on uh, this week? What happened? Okay. Um, 
Wait, but I want to know, okay, after everybody, after we did the show last week, uh, Ariel texted me and he asked me if I was a Scientologist. So I just, and I'm not a Scientologist, but I do have a lot of Scientologist friends, but I have no, I'm not religious at all. But why did you think I was a Scientologist? Oh, oh, uh, no, somebody told me something. I forgot where I heard it, but uh, I was Remember. just checking. You know, I, I just got to come out and ask ask those things. I know Scientologists don't, have, you know, aren't a front sometimes, but uh, but they should be. They should, if I were a Scientologist, I'd I'd parade it on the on the, on the sidewalk. I mean, I'd I'd just be really proud of it. So, of course, uh, I don't know. I get the whole worldly thing, you know, like uh, like the whole kind of separating the clears from the not clears and all that kind of stuff. We could all do, do some do some work. But do you still think I'm a Scientologist? Because I'm not a Scientologist. I think I'm a Scientologist, and I don't even know it. I, I I'm I'm not sure. It, it, don't 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 worry about it. I got lots of Scientologist friends too. I think. Okay. All right. Because I know. Because this is like the reason I'm bringing it up is because this is not the first time somebody's asked me if I'm a Scientologist, Ooh. and sometimes it's not even. Well, what was that? Are you there? Yeah. Well, I mean, you left, left a bloody trail behind you. I mean, you gotta expect to have that. Yeah, I gotta expect that you had any enemy. Why? Why but, uh, Behind me. Well, because you had so many ex-boyfriends. I mean, you know, of course, there's going to be some slander out there. There's going to be all sorts of name-calling. Oh, right? I mean, my God. You think that my ex-boyfriends are trying to slander me and say, telling people that, I, that I'm that i a Scientologist? No, no, of course not. But I'm just saying, I mean, maybe there's some, some girlfriends out there that don't really like you too much or something. I, I, I don't know. All right, okay, moving on, whatever. I'm not a Scientologist, but we'll, we'll put a pin in that. We'll get back to it later. Okay, my mom, I'll tell you about my my love and dating life in a second, but my mom is not feeling so well. I think she's listening. She's in bed right now. Can you, can you? I, I was thinking we could either make up a song to cheer my mom up or you could sing something for my mom right now just on the spot. Oh, you're the best mother in the world. Oh, 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 good night, good night, sleep tight. I don't know. How's your girlfriend, Geneva? Oh, well, let's ask her. Wait, hey. she's there? I think so. Uh, hey, Geneva. Yeah. They're asking uh, how you doing. I'm good. Oh my God! World exclusive. This just in. Ariel Pink's girlfriend, Geneva. Geneva, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm so here. You guys have, so uh, this is what I know. I know this is none of my business, but I'm just gonna make it my business really quick. You guys broke up for how long? And now you're back together. Like, do you have an actual title, or what's going on? How are you feeling? Well, um, okay. Like, I have to change my laundry before the laundromat closes. So I'm gonna have Ariel explain that. I'll, I'll be back in like two minutes. God, God damn it, but Ariel explained it last week. Okay, well, when you come back, Thanks you'll be right back. Thanks a lot, Alexis. What? Thanks a lot. I just, I just want to talk Sorry about it. you put me in the shithouse. Why? I'm joking. She's, you know, she's, she's embarrassed. You know, it, no, I have to do my fucking laundry, okay? Okay, well, this, don't swear. It's a radio show. Oh. oh, my God, you can totally swear. Geneva can do no wrong in my book. Okay, listen, whatever. Now, can we talk about my life for two seconds? Yeah. Okay. So finally. Finally. So okay. So I texted you uh, a few days ago on Thursday that I was going out of town. Okay. Here's what. Here's let me just. Here's the backstory. 
I've been dating someone kind of casually but kind of seriously. I don't really know what it is because we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, and sometimes it feels serious, and then other times it feels casual, and I don't know how he feels, and I don't know how I feel. I know he likes me. He treats me really nicely. I like him, but we're both working, and we have dreams that we want to come true, but I also feel like those are just excuses, but whatever. I don't know exactly how I feel. We've been dating casually for about seven weeks, um, and then an ex-boyfriend out of nowhere uh, who is my friend now, and I've known him for like, you know, seven years or whatever, he asked me if I wanted to go uh, to meet him in Florida to go to Disney World for his birthday. So he flew me out, and, uh, oh, my mom just texted. Hold on. My mom just texted, and she said she's laying in bed. She's sick. She's not feeling well. She's listening to Boy Crazy Radio. She just texted, uh, Ariel sounded like Elvis. I love my song. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, let me get back to that. Okay. Um, so I went and I and so I decided to go do it, but I didn't tell the guy that I'm dating. I, I just left out the fact that it was an ex because I didn't think it was going to be, you know. I don't know. I don't. I didn't know what to do. So yeah. I what were you thinking? You weren't really thinking there, were you? That makes you all suspicious okay. now. Well, wait. So, so okay. Okay. So on a week before I left, or a few days before I left, I said. Uh, oh, by the way, I won't be around this weekend because I'm going to go uh, to my friend's birthday in Orlando. And he didn't ask me whose birthday I was going to. He didn't ask me anything. And granted, he has no right to really ask. I mean, he can ask me whatever. He has no right to really be mad. Well, he can be mad about whatever he wants. But we have no label. And he and I already, I already asked him like a week prior. I, I said, uh, if I date somebody else, if I make out with someone else, do you want to know about it? And he said, no, I do not want to know about it. So, so I went wow. to Orlando. What? No, that's a really cool thing to say. Why is that cool? It's kind of a bummer. Well, I mean, probably from his end. What do you mean? I mean, I mean, I mean, you don't, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be hard on you. I'm just uh, saying. I mean, you're like, you're asking him uh, about the worst case scenario. I, I mean, I guess it implies uh, that might happen. But I thought that's what he wanted too. I thought that he wanted his freedom too. So I thought that I guess that is what it means. I mean, if you want your freedom, then why, why wouldn't he want his? You know, I mean, I don't know what I want. So now here, here, I, I got that. So the day before I left, out of nowhere, he says, "Are you going to go meet an ex in Orlando?" He had not asked me anything about it, even after I initially told him about it. But then the day before my trip, he goes, "You know." Are you going it's to go pretty, to that? Pretty psychic. Well, yeah, and then and then he said he he said that I'm uh he said that I am completely transparent and that obviously he didn't want to ask about my trip because he had a feeling I was going to go meet an ex or something like that. So I got all right. jumbled and I said I got all weirdly jumbled and said yes I'm going to go meet meet an ex but it's not like that and you know we're friends and blah 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 and like you know we don't have you and I don't have a label so I don't know how to respond in the situation this is weird I should have put him more at ease but. The, anyway, so now I'm back from the trip, and also when he freaked out, like well, he didn't freak out at all, actually, and that kind of even bothered me more because it just made me feel like he was kind of apathetic. So here's the thing: so I kind of like put him in a weird situation where if he felt something, he would look like a pussy and like or something. You know what I mean? Like I put him in a bad situation, and then when he didn't really overreact, I thought, oh, well, this guy, this is a real casual thing I'm in. I'm going to go on a trip now with my ex-boyfriend, and I'm leaving behind some guy who is apathetic. And uh He should have just he should have just gone with you. He should have just gone. I know. 
I mean, what's does he have a job? He has a job. He has a job. Okay. Well, then, well, you know what? I mean, I'm sure he didn't want to be like the third wheel, but but then you could like you know brag to your ex boyfriend about how in love you are. No, you guys no, don't no, have a label or whatever. Wait, but we're not in love. That's the thing. Like he's, he hasn't said I love you. I haven't said I love you. Or we're not in love. It's all a very casual thing. I like him a ton. Here's my question. This is my question for the night for everybody listening. Uh, and for you and for Geneva, I'm so confused. I don't know what love is. Like, I'm not sure what love is supposed to be or what a relationship is supposed to be. Because what I'm used to, and I don't know if you're, you, are you, what, is this too much? Are you okay? Well, no, no, you're, you're going through a real, a real uh, conflict, a real deep uh, inner struggle right now. I've never heard you like this. Really? I guess, I guess, I, I mean, I've never heard you admit that you don't know what love is. I mean, no, no, I guess, I, I, I mean, I guess. You probably always say that. <laughs> I know, I know, okay, here's where I'm conflicted. Here, I wrote this down, so I want to make sure, oh, Jesus. All right, I know what I'm saying. Okay, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I don't know what, I've been in things before where you start off and you're like, I love this person, it's crazy, I'm addicted to them, this is insane, and, and like, you know, I've had that and it felt epic. It didn't last, but of course it didn't last because I was like in my late teens and early twenties, and my goal is I'm not, and my goal still isn't to have a baby or get married now. So like, of course, you know, time moved on and it ended. But I'm used to relationships that are fucking crazy, passionate and intense. But what is so now that I'm dating some guy where it's like it's kind of slow and steady, and he's lovely and he treats me well and we have a nice time, but it's not like he needs well, to have me. To, you know, I don't know drop if that's him. a sign. Drop him, drop him if you're sick of him. If you're sick of him, drop him, you know? I'm not well, sick of there's him. Another, there's, there's, there's another fish in the ocean, you know? There's more fish in the sea. I mean, uh, there's a... Uh, I think I think uh, variety is a spice for you, of life for you, I think. Uh, and, and for me, too, but uh, I really don't know what love is. Do I have... Gosh. Geneva's not here anymore. She's doing the laundry. Okay, good. Wait, 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 what did you just say about Geneva? Oh, she's doing the laundry, uh, so she's not here right now. I'm just being honest for five seconds. Um, no, no, but what did, what did you say? You said you don't know either, or your variety is what you No, I don't do? know either. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of weird, uh, you know, when, you, uh, when you've kind of uh, been, been single for a while. And uh, can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, I'm listening. Uh oh, yeah, Geneva just came back in. Um oh, yeah, no. um, you know, it it's okay. Uh you know, like you, when you've been single for two years, you know, it's it's really it you kinda get you kinda get used to, to, to being by yourself again and 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 I was uh I was thoroughly in love mode, uh for seven years and uh and then that that, that whole thing just can crumbling down. It's like I, I really wouldn't wish love on anybody, really. It's kind of like a really, really scary thing. Ariel, I can't have you talking in a weird way because you're in front of Geneva right now. I'm just in the kitchen right now. <laughs> are you, are you, are you, wait, just say, just say yes or no. I can't believe we're doing code talk on Boy Crazy Radio. Just say yes or no. Is, are you okay. talking a little bit, are you talking a little bit weird and kind of altering yourself because Geneva's around? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What? Uh, she says, and Geneva says yes. Oh my God! How can she hear? 
Oh, she's, she's right here. Where's the speakerphone? I was. I thought. Oh my god. Okay. Well, here's my question for you, Angeneva. I'm confused. What? I'm I, okay. What is the right way to? Are is there? Are there no rules? Because I'm not. I feel like love and a relationship should be one way. And at the beginning of a relationship, it should be crazy. It should be like, I need to see you. Oh my god, this is so intense. I would die without you. That, or or there's something I'm experiencing now, which I think is like a more healthy, nice thing, where I'm just kind of seeing someone, they're reliable, they're nice, they're lovely. I'm just, what? which one is it? Like, is it? It's both. Is it, yeah, it's both. It's both? It's both. Yeah. I mean, you're going to waver between the two. I mean, you got to just, you, you got to try it out. You got to try out uh, having one on the side, having one steady, having one that, you know, that's just a, a, one, a, a one-night fling. And all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, you, you, you got to like chime a lot simultaneously too, because like the, the, because they, 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 you, you'll know, you know, you'll eventually end up with what you want, I guess. No. So I should or you're be dating, ruin everything. I should be dating like. Five, well, here's the thing. Because I'm a woman, and I feel like men do this all the time. Even though the guy that I'm dating and I don't have a label, and and I wasn't going off to have some crazy sexy sex sesh rendezvous in Orlando, I felt guilty because I felt like him knowing I was even going to be hanging out with someone I used to date, I felt guilty because I felt like, oh, I'm disrespecting him or I'm going to make him feel bad. Like, I was trying well, to... Well, you'll make him feel bad later anyway. Come on. You were giving him a break. I mean, I mean, I mean he's such a nice guy. You, you just got to lay it on thick right off the bat. What do you mean? Guys like it when you make... Everybody likes it when they feel bad. Yeah, guys like it when you make, it, make him feel bad. That's what Jesus said. They do? Uh, I guess. Hello? Wait, wait, I'll let you guys talk for a second. Uh, okay, wait. We have we have a phone call though. He's doing the dishes let's, now. Let's take a phone call. I'll leave it as the dishes, and we'll get back to you in Geneva and where you guys stand. Uh, area code nine five one. You're on with me, Ariel Pink, and Geneva. Hello. Hello, nine five one. Is that you? Nothing's gonna come of it. Good if you just dwell on it. Like honestly. Uh, Wait, what's going on? Area code 951, are you there? Oh, I would call to tune in. What? Oh, I was just tuning in. Well, do you have anything to say for, you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, I like Ariel Pink's music. <laughs> You've got problems, man. Wrong, wrong talk show. Um... Uh, well, I mean, do you, do you uh, like do you like girls? Yeah. And he's not he's not talking about the show. Go on. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, now there are a lot of people on the phone. Area code nine five one. What's your what's your name? Uh, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. How old are you? Uh, eighteen. What are you You're going to do fine, Kevin. You're going to make it. You made um, it this oh, sorry, what? Okay, Kevin's out of here. It. Okay, we, we lost I wanna, Kevin. I want to kind of just give him some, word, some words of encouragement, you know. I mean, I'm not going to oh. rip on my stands. Oh, my God. I have things that I want to ask you about. Oh, hmm. This is what happens when I retweet, okay? This is, this is, this is, you don't want this. I do want this. Okay, now we're going to get to, we're going to go to Boy Crazy Voicemail because I have a thing. 
called Boy Crazy Voicemail, and that is for people who live in another country or you can't call in during the live show, uh, and you leave a message, you don't include your telephone number, and then I play it on the show like I'm about to do tonight. All right. Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm 15, and I'm calling from California, and I am just wondering um, what kind of things you do to cheer yourself up when you're feeling down or sick or whatever because um, I was just diagnosed with a chronic illness, and I'm kind of sad about it, and I just don't really know what to do about it. So what do you do when you feel sad? Um, Whatever you want, you do. You do whatever you want, and then you you get happy. But can't we just... Can we get specific? Like, give her ideas, because she's 15, she's not thinking for herself, and she's, like, Oh, 15, you know. 15 years old. Okay, like, like 15. I know it's hard. You'll get through it. Um, I think uh, that uh, you should listen to music. That really helps, um, you know, uh, uh, go out and have, have fun. Um, don't, don't be too hard on yourself. It's, it's all... It's not that serious. It's not as serious as it will be later on. So you gotta just uh, you'll get through it. You'll be fine, and then uh, you'll have all the the uh, all the weapons to deal with uh, a midlife crisis eventually. <laughs> um, area code. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that in a second. Uh, area code four five. Shut the fuck up. Shut this show down, nigga. Shut this fucking show down, bitch. Oh, my that God. Little, what a fucking Little nice. B? <laughs> that was Little B. What'd you say? It sounded like uh, like, like uh, somebody I know. I don't know. What that Who was that? I don't know. It's some crazy prank caller. Um, Childish Gambino. I need you to talk better into your phone because it's, uh, it's not that clear. And I'm going to tell that girl what I think she should do to feel better. She's 15 years old. I don't know what she – listen, girl, 15-year-old girl out there, I don't know what you said was bothering you and why you feel sad, but here's what I think you should do, all right? I'm going to give you the big sister uh, advice. Um, I think you should – well, you should definitely take an Epsom salt bath, okay? Get some Epsom salt. It's available at any drugstore. Uh, go get it at Target. It just feels nice. Or get you know get a bubble bath. Except I feel like bubble baths give you like a guaranteed yeast infection. So don't do that. Take an Epsom salt bath and start dreaming big. I'll just lay, linger in the bathtub. Maybe you don't even have a bathtub. I don't know what your story is, but if you do have a bathtub, and I hope you do, take an hour-long bath. And while you're in that hour-long bath, I want you to imagine yourself when you're 18 when you're 21, when you're 25, I want you to start thinking about all the different things that you can get accomplished. What do you want to do that'll, uh, that'll guarantee you earning lots of money? And I want you to figure out what you would love doing, figure out what you love doing, figure out how to make as much money from that thing that you love doing. Uh, I don't know what you're, I wish you were on the phone and you were calling in live so we could, we could get to the bottom of what your, uh, what your life goal is. Hopefully you're good at that, Thing that you think you, you want to do for a living because let's say you, you want to be a singer and then you're a horrible singer and then oh, then you're just doomed. Then you're busking on Venice Beach and then, but I can Oh my God. You're depressing what? me. Think. What did you say? You're totally depressing me. I'm 34 what? years old. You're not, listen, we're not talking about age tonight. We don't talk about age on Boy Crazy Radio. Age, and, yeah, I know, okay, I'm not a girl either, okay, all right, all right. 
I know, but on Boy no. Crazy Radio, this is the place where all your dreams can come true. So you just you can't talk about age, and you can't, you know, but you can talk about everything else. What about a milk bath? You could t- she could take a milk bath. I think that's some kind of other infection. That, that could get you uh, a bacterial infection. Who knows? Whatever. It keeps you busy and it'll take you to the next, the next year of your life, which will hopefully, you know, hopefully get you to being 18 and moving out. All right. So you write a list of all the things you want to get accomplished. Write a list of all the different places you want to travel to. Uh, write a list of all permit. the, the – Get your permit. Get your permit. And then get, your, and then get ready for, your next, for the first car. Exactly. See, now you're getting specific. Yeah. Get your learner's permit. Get your car. Write a list of all the dudes you want to make out with and have sex with and, and toy with. Um, what else? Um, um, prepare for the apocalypse. Prepare for the apocalypse. Oh, God. What are you doing for Christmas? Me? Yes. The show is going nowhere fast. What am I doing for Christmas? I'm not. I'm not through with Halloween yet. I'm gonna go. I'm excited about Halloween. I'm gonna stay in LA for Christmas, I think, or maybe go to Hawaii. <laughs> okay. Next. Next message. Okay. Um. Let me see. Um. Oh. Hi, Lexi. Um. I'm 25, and I've been on and off with a boy, this boy, since I was uh, 17 years. old. Um, at a point in time in our relationship, like, we got pretty serious, and I'm pretty sure I was in love with him, and he was in love with me, and we've had these talks, and, I mean, whatever, it is what it is. Um, so, last time we hung out, he came down here, he moved, by the way, like, a month and a half ago he moved, and I haven't seen him in a while, but he called me and came down here, and he, we went out, and whatever, just hung out, and we ended up having sex that night, and, you know, that's fine. So the next day I'm talking to my friend, and she tells me that he's actually been in a relationship for the last month, and, you know, my feelings are hurt, and I'm just kind of like, oh, well, I'm a fool, and, you know, jokes on me, whatever, this is great. Um, And I decide that I don't need this person in my life because they're negative, and I need to think positively and, you know, out with the trash. So anyway, I um, confided in my best friend, who's like a mutual party to both of us, and lately, I mean, I told her everything. Like, I was upset and, like, it hurt my feelings and, you know, like, all this crazy crap, you know. I'm I'm a neurotic female. I don't know. So, but lately, I have just found that she is going out of her way to, like, make plans with him and hang out with him. And oh. I feel like this is still, like, a sensitive subject for me. And, like, as my best friend who knows everything, like, Principal says that she should not be going out of her way to hang out with someone who just kind of fucked me over and who I have such a long history with. And basically, I don't know if I'm being petty or if um, I have a reason to actually be upset, and I don't know if I should bring this up to her because it could just be me being crazy, and I thought I would call you. So, thanks. Ariel? Uh, Well, I think her friend might be crazy. You can't you can't uh, discount that possibility. I mean, like you should talk to to the boy first before you take your best friend's word for it. I would say, or get mad at him, or do something drastic. It's my opinion. But wait, but she's she's not talking to the guy anymore. Well, I mean, but that's I mean, that's because of her friend, right? No, no, no. 
she's pissed off. She dated a guy. She had sex with him. Found then found out that the and they were off and on. Then found out that the guy was having sex with her. Who? How did she find but, out? No, no, no. But she. I, okay, this is what I think I figured out from this phone call. Uh, she found out that the guy. I don't know how she found out, but she found out the guy was had a she girlfriend. Found out because all of her along. friend told her. Her friend told her. Okay, but okay. So her friend told her, even if that's yeah. So her friend told her that, but now her friend is hanging out with the dude. My my opinion is, yeah, that is fucking shady. If I were this girl who called in and left a message, I would be pissed off too because there's no reason for her friend to be hanging out with the dude, don't you think? She should she should confront her friend and say that it bothers her. Well, don't she, you think? She believes well, she believes her friend the first time, but then she's gonna call her a bitch the second time. Then she has to kind of question her whole her whole uh, uh, mo. I mean. I, I mean, if her friend was going to go hang out with him anyway, uh, for all for all she knows, it's 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 her that's the that's been in the relationship with him. You know? Oh my God! It's, uh, You're right. Maybe I mean, the she, whole she thing. should she should have she should have uh, you know uh, trusted her gut and talked and talked to the guy, and not taking her friend's word for it. I agree. So first, I say first confront the friend and then go talk to the dude to find out if the whole thing was a hoax that the friend started. Yeah, but pitch them both out if, if necessary. It's- Totally bitching both. I love that, like, none of this might be right. We may have completely just, like, uh, not heard the message right. But, yeah, all signs are that your friend is a horrible person and trying to ruin your life. Area code 305. Oh, hi. Hello. You're on with Ariel Pink, uh, his girlfriend or whoever she is, Geneva, and me, Lexi Loftus. This is Boy Crazy Radio. How are you doing? Tell me everything. What's up, guys? I'm, well, how are you? Good. What's your, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And then tell us what you're calling for. Uh, my name is Marge. I'm 21, and um, I'm just kind of, like, really indecisive about stuff. But anyway, that's not the point. Um, okay, I have this ex-boyfriend, <laughs> and um, we, like, broke up over a year ago. And it just seems like the more that I get set on, like, trying to be alone and, like, not have any boys in my life, the more guys that I come across who, like, want something with me or, like, want something serious. And it's just kind of really annoying. I don't know. And then again, I think, well, like, you I really want to be alone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you don't uh, the guy's hitting on me. I mean, I know it's a part of life, but wait a minute, hold really? on. These are very high high class problems you're having. These are these are fantastic problems. Ariel, what 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 do you have to say? No, I mean she's for the next ten years at least she's gonna have guys like drooling all over her, and so uh, I mean, she's gonna be in her twenties. But I mean, it's like <laughs> that's that's all guys do is is is. is I mean, she's not going to, she's better get used to it, whether she's with somebody or not. I just hate the fact that you're like, for the next 10 years, like everything's just going to stop. He hits 31, she's like going to be like, not <laughs> approachable. What the fuck? I'm just saying, it's, it's, I mean, I mean, you should just expect that for the rest of your life, I guess, but I don't, I wouldn't ever prepare somebody. I wouldn't ever recommend somebody prepare themselves for that. I mean, you should get, you should get ready to be, and you know, looking like an old granny if you really want to get like prepared for life, I suppose. Okay. Well, let me just get let's just rewind for a second. So, but your issue, your main issue, isn't the fact that like, oh God, all these guys are drooling all over me. They all want to fuck me. It's going. No, I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I kind of like the attention, but of course you like the attention. What do you do? Of course you do. And now you've called in and you're talking about it, but that's not the issue. Because I, I love that, too. I think that's a fantastic uh, non-problem to have. The issue is you 
are single, you're not looking for anything serious, and you're annoyed by the fact that since you're so unavailable, the dudes that you do meet are coming on too strong and kind of ruining the casual thing that you want, right? Yes, yes, exactly. So you're fine. Here's how you deal with it. I mean, I'll throw it right back to Arielle in two seconds. But you're just honest. You, you You see how you feel. Play it by ear. Hang out with the people that you're hanging out with, that you want to hang out with. Only do what you want to do with them, whether it's just make out or have sex or hang out or, or you know, go to go on a date and just spend time with them. And if they bring up they want you to be their girlfriend, just if you don't want to, just say, just be really polite and nice about it because it's very flattering. Just say, uh, well, say whatever you want to say, it's, you know, but if you don't want to be their girlfriend, just say, I'm not ready for that. I just came out of something and I just need to be like, you know, I can't have labels right now. Just say it and then see what happens from there. And if they can handle it and they want to still be in your life, great. If they don't, see you later. Yeah, exactly. it's a good litmus test uh, for uh, for who you want in your life uh, and who's a candidate, a future, a possible future candidate, which oh. would be cool. Oh. Or, Arielle, she's going to be me, where I basically have been giving off the whole, oh, we're just fun friends. We're just fun friends to the guy that I'm dating for seven weeks. And then the minute... I show him how casual I am, and I'm going to go meet up with my ex-boyfriend. The minute he shows me how casual he is about me, I get all pissed off because I'm like, well, I guess he's just, I guess he's not crazy about me. And my that's happened to me before, too. Wait, hold on. We're all talking. We're all talking at once. Aria, what would you say? It's because you're not 30 yet. No. What's because I'm not 30 yet? Well, I mean, it's starting to sting a little bit more that he's casual because you're just, you're, you're feeling the clock ticking. I'm feeling the clock ticking. Yeah, I mean, as as you get older, that's what happens. I mean, it's just it's, it's a natural. Once you be in your thirties, you'll be fine. Listen, I'm not feeling the clock. I don't think it's because I'm feeling the clock ticking because I've been this way my whole life. I'm kind of laughing at myself right now because it's totally unfair to the dude. It's confusing, ego driven, which is so fucked up. Because if I'm okay with not being this guy's girlfriend, just like Marge, who's calling in, is saying she doesn't want a guy to be her boyfriend. It, we as women and human beings in general, we have to be aware of what we're painting, like with a picture that we're painting. If I tell a guy, oh, we're casual, we're totally cool, you can have sex with other people, I can too, no big deal, this is what it is, we're not, we have no labels, but then the minute I do something or he does something, you get affected, it's like, well, are you getting affected because of your ego or are you getting affected because you really do want to be with the person? How do you, yeah, how do you really tell? Because it's like, I can never oh. really tell. Well, you know, like, Alexi, didn't you um, get get married sometime back? I mean, what? How old were you when you got married? Oh, I didn't get married. You think I got married? I was engaged. I dated a guy for years, and we got engaged, but we never got married. How old were you though? Like at that? Oh, point? I was like when we were together. I, we met when I was like twenty, nineteen, twenty. Right. So you're like kind of her age. So so so, so I mean. Maybe she just has to go through like the kind of uh, pretend serious thing, and just to know that she uh, she doesn't want it. I mean, I, I suppose. Uh, I suppose. Sorry, I suppose. I here's the thing: is that like it's, 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 it's the goal is not to be alone. Uh, that's easy. I mean, like I, I mean, at least for for me and for guys, you don't you don't ever just like you know plan on being alone. I mean, unless you do plan on being alone, but like. Uh, but I mean, there's no reason for anybody to have to compromise their way of life all too too much. I mean, if you can find a good roommate, that pretty much does the job. 
Oh my God. I don't even, can't even start talking about living with someone that, that was, that's like, so not my goal. Having a, not having a baby, getting married or living with someone are like three things that I am completely not ready to do, but that's me. But Marge's question was, I mean, Marge, I think we, we, we gave you a good enough answer, I think, but like, you just have to feel it out. If you like a guy, if you meet a guy, you don't want anything from him and he brings it up, you just communicate with him. Just say how you feel, but you let him down gently and you, you're polite about it. Because the goal is so, try to keep as many, hold on, try to so keep as there, many, what? No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, what I like to do is if I don't want to date a guy anymore, I try to do it in the coolest way so I stay friends with everybody. That way, like, your whole town becomes smaller and everybody's like, there's no, there's no reason for you not to remain friends with everybody, even if you don't want to date them. You know what I mean? Like, Ariel, what do you think? I know. I totally agree, especially if, like, you, you know, you're using them for, like, a good time and that kind of thing. Like, I mean, I I, I think that's 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 a natural but is uh, it... instinct. We all we all want to, like, get with each other, you know? So it's like it, it, there's a whole – you don't want to settle on something when you haven't uh, tried everything at, at the buffet. So it's uh, you just have to kind of, like, try it out. Or you can just – not try it out and hold out for the right one, but I kind of think it's, you know, I don't think it's a good idea. But, I mean, I, I think more likely the case is that you're going to have something that's good and then, you know, it's going to go bad at some point. So, I mean, I I just think that, like, it's hard enough to, to actually wish for, for something to work out. Uh, you should prepare yourself for the worst and, you know, Go on and just and, and just uh you know one foot in front of the other and that's it. I'm completely confused by all of this. Wait, here's my you haven't answered my question. My question was, okay, I've had all these experiences in the past. Okay, I clearly have daddy issues. I overthink. I think about everything. I put everybody under a microscope. Ex boyfriends, all of them, including the one I just hung out with this weekend, because we were talking about relationships and my bad habits within them. I have a tendency to. Uh, uh, make a guy feel like um, he's auditioning every time he goes on a date with me. Like every encounter is like an audition. I also need constant validation. I make problems. I'm just needing to be validated all the time, whatever. I've had all these crazy, dramatic, passionate, fun at the beginning, exciting, passionate relationships in the past. So I'm yeah, wondering, and I'm not wait, but I have to ask him the following question. What? I just want sorry to interrupt you, but do you like guys that like neg you? No, really I don't like that at all. No. Is that, is that like a, or is that is that? But I mean, honestly, does that not pique your curiosity? Do you not ever have any relationships with people no, I, that like no, strike I, you as being like you know foul at, right at first, and then like you know uh, weeks later you just kind of like uh, take it back and then wind up in, in, in the sack with them and all that kind of stuff. I'm just wondering. No. No, never. I, never. I, I don't like guys who treat me badly. I only ever date guys who treat me great and do exciting, fun stuff and are cool and surprise me with it. Like, I pick good guys. I'm the one who does the fucked up shit within it, within the relationship. But my question is, and then we'll, we'll get back to that, but, like, my question is, I've done it one way, and I have this one idea of how relationships are supposed to work, but... I never end up happy and I get bored or it's not right or it fizzles or they aren't the person I thought they were or I put them on a pedestal, but I've never had it a different way where I, I work, I do it slow and I get to know them and there's like a, and 
and there's a mutual respect where there's like you put time in and you kind of get like I'm just wondering it has nothing even to do with the guy that I and I'm dating because you know he might hear this podcast and be like I don't, I don't want to even talk talk to Alexi anymore because she just talks too much about her personal stuff but in general should I try a new way of dating because what I'm doing isn't working I don't know well, what to I do. Would say, I, I would say I would say this I I I would leave the door open for all the guys that you've ever been with who you still are friends with to some degree. Are you and talking just, about you? Uh, I'm all about rec- reconciliation right now. I'm all about, you know, uh, the ties that that bind. And uh, you, if you have history with people and then if, if you really uh, love them but you don't want to be with them after a while. See, I, I think there's a really big, there's a big disparity between the desire for lust and sex and uh, and attention and all that kind of stuff and and and, the, and love. I mean, there's love is like a totally it's like a bigger it's a bigger problem actually. So I mean, it, it's it's really uh, if you're not even if you can't even hold like a like a steady kind of entertaining enough sexual relationship with somebody, uh, then I mean, what are the chances you're going to have a very deep loving on somebody. I mean, maybe you should just wait till your till till marriage or something. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Well, wait. So when does the love come? Okay, I don't even know what I'm looking for then because apparently maybe well, the, the, the love, love comes. I, I think the love is the physical thing. That's the thing. So like I think like eventually the love illusion, at least from from my perspective, from from the guy's perspective, the love illusion is really uh, something more about like you really have a partner that like the, that the chemistry is just so good that maybe like sex is is you know I mean you're 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 your own person and you're in the world and you're you've got your own life you don't need to have a partner 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 you can have a, just like a wild sex god that's you know just like you know like almost like a maid you know that like, kind of like you know you don't have to talk to all the time I know you want it with the same person. But it's just like not gonna. It's just. It's just that's that's call order, I suppose, without you not respecting them. Well, wait a minute. So you're saying this, but like, but you recon you're, you reconciled with Geneva because the love is there. Wait, do we even need to talk about this? Are you in speaker? Like, I don't no, know what to totally do here. Different. Because... In, in my case, I mean, it's totally flipped. I mean, it's it's, it's that's a totally different story. But I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> in your case, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, do you really? Do you really? I mean, why? I don't know. It, it just seems to me like it's uh, there's no real reason to uh, to have a relationship with somebody just because you want a relationship. It's it just seems to be like you know putting the cart before the horse. I mean, you can't. You, you don't. You don't say. You you want a kid and then then you find the, the you know find somebody to have one with you know uh, and I hope that you're in love or fall in love with him that after that I mean you, the love comes first then comes the kid by mistake and then comes like you know all that stuff has to happen in the right order but it's kind of like you're you're really you know you're you know you're kind of pushing. Do you know why? Do you know why I'm pushing? I'm pushing because that's my ego going. Well, like I'm getting older. 
No, it's not the ego going, I'm getting older, because I've been doing this my whole life. It's the ego going, and I'm really trying to look at myself and hold myself accountable, and I think other people out there listening do the same thing, maybe, hear me out, but you meet someone, and you don't even know if you like them or how much you like them, because we don't even really know each other. Nobody ever really knows. You meet somebody after a week, you're like, we don't, how the fuck are you supposed to know somebody after a week or two weeks or three weeks or even a month? Or two months. You don't even. want to know them. Well, I know. You don't want to know them. Hold on. I'm just saying. And then the ego, at least, you know, and, and my ego goes, well, they, I need them to love me. They better love me. They love me, right? Like, I need that. Even though I don't even know how I feel about them, so why the fuck should I expect them to? And besides, it's not even love we're dealing with anyway. It's like hormones and oxytocin. Oxytocin? That's, is, that, wait, is that what it is? Oxytocin? Is that what it is? Oxytocin, yes. Yeah, and all the these things. So it's the like, lo- so so we so that's that's yeah, like the love chemical. But that's so that's it's not my clock ticking. It's uh, it's this ego-driven need to like, like, want this person to want something from me to make me feel good, so I feel important. And that's why, like, you know, it's hard to be in an open, casual thing because even if it's perfect and that's exactly what you need as a guy or a girl. At some point, if your ego creeps in, and, and that happens because we're all ego-driven, but it's like you got to be aware of it so you know when to, like, say, cool it. But, yeah, if everything well, casual, you have a big me, ego. you got to find somebody with a bigger ego that you respect, you know, I suppose. It, it's it's going to be a, it's gonna be a, a game of, uh, of domination for you. I mean, the, the guy's going to have to put you in your place. He's going to have to not let you you know, run around like with the with the chicken with his head head cut off, you know, kind of thing. I mean, just you know, I mean, you're just kind of flailing, so he, you're gonna have to get some guy that you respect, uh, some Paul Bunyan type, come and slap you around and make put you in your place, and 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 you will respect him and and you will want only him. And and, and if you haven't found that, uh, that maybe you should you probably should try some other. Kid. <laughs> I don't know. What did you There's say? I said, I don't know, maybe, maybe you know, travel. No, I tra- No, I just wanted the last tail end of what you said. You said, like, you know, if I haven't found him yet, I should what? Just travel? Yeah, just travel. Just go uh, try some other town. You're, you're not going to find find your, uh, you know, Paul Bunyan here. You're not going to find your, your, your man. Because you want, like, a like a country boy or something like that. I mean, no, I, I don't know. Like, How would something I from the I... Outsiders or something. Matt Dillon or something. <laughs> Area code four seven nine. You're on with uh, my arch nemesis Ariel Pink, his ex girlfriend Geneva. <laughs> ex girlfriend. Uh, I'm just fucking around. God damn it. Area code four seven nine. Are you there? Hello. Hi. What's your name? Uh, where are you calling Hi. from? And um, I'm actually I'm pretty embarrassed to make this call. My name is Heather. I'm from Arkansas. Um. Tell us your age. I, I'm 16. And um, how are you? Well, uh, I was originally calling to ask a question, which was, why don't I have friends at all? Well, because um, cause friends suck. I didn't have friends. I didn't really have friends. I, I didn't that. have any friends either. <laughs> Hey, we're friends. We're all friends. You got friends now. Oh, friends. 
No, it's we're all, kind of, we're, all, we're all on the line. We're all doing this on a, on a Wednesday night. Exactly. If you do, it, the, the longer you hold out without friends, the more it'll it'll reap benefits in in the future. Why? I don't know. Don't, this is depressing. Wait, what's Geneva saying back there? It's a, like, do some cool loner hobbies. and Arts and crafts. Yeah, arts and crafts. And just act really busy and too cool for everyone, and then they'll totally want to be your friend. That's what happened to me and Geneva, separately. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God! Heather, Heather. By the way, everybody, Heather has submitted videos to Boy, uh, I'm boycrazy.com, and like I know what she looks like, and she's super cool and adorable, and like dresses all They're cool. Jealous. And... What? They're jealous. They're jealous. We can't. We can't hear. Jimmy, is it's all. They're mumbled. jealous of you. <laughs> yeah, they're jealous of you, Heather. Heather, what's your other question? You want to know how to have friend, how to find friends, or why you don't have friends? What, what's, what's the other reason you're calling? Um. Well, I wasn't originally going to ask about this, but um, I got in a fight today with Johnny about the stupidest thing ever. <sighs> and, okay, hold um, on. Heather Heather is a uh, long-time listener. Uh, she's called in a bunch, too, to Boy Crazy Radio. Her ex-boyfriend is a guy named Johnny. And they're, they're already no, he's cool. not my ex-boyfriend. He's your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, listen. She's written in. She's called in. Heather, you've called in before saying you guys have broken up. So I don't know. How, I don't even. I've never even met you in person. Like I just thought you guys were. They've were, been with each other for a long time. Yeah, and they're 16. And it's great. And by the way, Heather and Johnny, how cool is that? That that should be the name of your band. Oh yeah. You gonna want to start a band with your uh, boyfriend? Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Um, can um, I be your band too? Yes, you can. What was you the can fight play over? the drums. What was the fight over? What? Who's going to play the drums? I'll play the drums. I can play drums. Okay. What are you guys fighting about? Um, we were fighting because he got annoyed with me because I don't like my face. And I really wish that I could learn to like my face, but I don't know how. Oh my God, this is perfect. Here's the thing: I don't. I've never really met Geneva. I think I've only seen her one time, maybe in a video. I'm not sure, but I've seen her face barely. But I think I know what it looks like. I've seen Arielle's face. I've seen my face in the mirror. I mean, as, as much as possible. All I don't like my face basis. either. Yeah, I don't like my face. Uh, I think all three of us on the line, besides you, Heather, we all of us, and maybe you too, we all have interesting, exotic, acquired taste faces, which is the coolest face to have. Our faces are dynamic and special and neat. And, yes, sometimes you'll look at yourself in the mirror and you'll go, who is that monster? And then another time you'll look at yourself in the mirror and you'll go, oh, my God, I wonder if everybody knows that I'm the most beautiful person in the world. You know? So that's the kind of face uh, that you should covet, and that's your face, and you should enjoy it and just fucking all this inner rage and angst you're experiencing because you don't like yourself and you're all uncomfortable and you don't have friends, just just take it all in, put it in your pocket, close to your heart, and just know that that's going to help you be successful. So when you're older, you can be like, fuck all of you. Look at me now, you motherfuckers. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's true. I think you can, uh, you know, I think I think girls that um, 
aren't attractive actually have a leg up in life over girls that do, that are attractive. Funnily enough. Stop talking about me. I'm not talking about anybody here. You're talking about me. I'm not talking about any anybody here, but I'm just saying, <laughs> in general, if a girl really is, I mean, not by not by her own standards or whatever, but, but I mean, you know, but but by just objective standards, if she's a, a, a just a scary lady, whatever. Like I, I think that is you, you've got a, a better chance of of really just 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 making an impact and and getting over uh, the, the childish stuff early early on, and you really become you be, kind of become like a man, which kind of sucks. But but men, but 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 at the same time, it's it is a world of, of men, and men uh, you know are very they don't seem to respect women very much, you know, uh, they, they're very, they, they they don't even regard them often, so, especially if they're so pretty. You're, you're, so you're saying that ugly girls are emotionally tougher? They're, they're, they have a better leg up. They, they learn some valuable lessons early on that, uh, that women need to, like, don't even learn until they're, like, 50 sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I also, by the way, I just I wrote a little note next to your name. It says, Heather, 16, Arkansas, crazy face, no friends. <laughs> um, okay, by the way, I, I've seen, Heather, I've seen you, uh, but and also Heather is a really great artist, too. She sent me, like, a really beautiful drawing that she did of me, um, and you wrote me a really great letter, and Heather's one of my most favorite people ever that I've ever had the like luxury of meeting via doing my website and my podcast and stuff. And I know what you look like, Heather, and I just want you to know you're beautiful. So all of this actually has to go out the window because Ariel's advice, although it's good advice, doesn't even pertain to you because this is all in your head. Like I don't know who you're comparing okay, I got, to. I got some good advice. Sorry. <laughs> I had to grab the phone on this one. Yeah. Because like, Ariel and I would fight over, I mean, what if I was upset about something, he'd get mad at me because he didn't agree with me and all that, da, da, da. But, like, if he, if your boyfriend's getting mad at you because you don't like your face, I mean, if you really think about it, it's because he likes your face and he thinks, like, what? So uh, you don't really respect my opinion or you don't acknowledge my opinion. I think you're pretty. Like, you know. So, I mean, yeah, that's, kind of, what he was, that's the ultimate that's compliment. That's kind of what he was saying. What'd you say? That's like that's kind of what he was saying. Like he kept telling me, and I was just kind of like, you know, arguing with him about it and being like really immature. Yeah. But honestly, that I really, I really don't like my face. But it it should, you know, it, I should take it to heart when he tells me that I'm more attractive than other girls. But sometimes I just ignore him. I just ignore <laughs> it. Well, just, like, the best way to do it is, like, believe that you don't actually know, really know anything about yourself, because I don't think I know anything about myself. I kind of learn it from, like, people when they get mad at me or they like me or something. Because mm-hmm. there are people who are completely delusional out there. I mean, most of us are delusional. So you kind of have to just take cues from the outside world. I mean, not the jerks, but, you know, the people you like. If they're saying, I like your face, then, I mean, you know, you got to respect that because chances are, you probably have a weird, like I used to have like a weird body dysmorphic kind of thing, and I thought I was so fat when I was like not, well, I was a little chubby, but like I wasn't that fat. You know? 
Alexi was saying, he actually did that, and I still like shoved him out of the way and was like, no. Uh, no, no, of course, but that's, that could be a frustrating thing because he's trying to give you encouragement in one area, but it's really like a misplaced kind of uh, fear or doubt in another area. You know, that's kind of spilling over. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. do you think that there's any possibility that you just uh, – it's 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 there's something wrong in the relationship, or is it is it all you? I mean, that just seems very very drastic. Well, I I I have um, I have episodes like they don't happen very often, but I have episodes like last for a couple of days where I'll just like look in the mirror and want to cry, and it's all me. And I there's sometimes when I can you know be okay with it, but. It just always comes back, and I don't, I don't know why. But. You know what? When you're, and when you're, I've done this with so many boyfriends in my past, which exhausts them, and it's not their problem. And I know now it's not their problem because I've done it with so many boyfriends in the past, and it was when I was younger. But I, this is going to sound cheesy, but this is what my therapist told me, which I rolled my eyes at. But I like really have to do this because it's like a life's work. It's like constantly have to do this because I, I think a lot of girls do this. Most girls do this, where when you look at yourself in the mirror, instead of just picking every part of yourself, you, you pick instead of picking a part, every aspect of yourself in your face or your body or whatever it is you're doing and not feeling enough, just be kind to yourself. That's what my therapist told me, and I, I, I never used the word kind, or I never did, but, like, be kind to yourself. Just know you're okay, know you're enough, stop picking on yourself, and then also... Imagine, and I know you're only 16, this is another tool that I had to use to be nicer to myself um, because I'm the meanest person to myself, meaner than anybody could ever be. Like, And I also like to beat beat people to the punch. I like to tell people the worst things about myself and be just just so they know that they can't tell me what's wrong with me first because I know because I'm the meanest and most nasty person to myself that anybody else could be. But another thing I had to practice to try to get over that because – your boyfriend isn't doing anything mean to you. At least I hope not. It's not his problem, and you'll do this with every boyfriend in the future. Um, and I don't know what your relationship with your dad is like, but we'll get to that in a second. But um, imagine you're your daughter, you're your own daughter. Imagine like you have a little Heather Junior, okay? And okay. And, she, and just like and imagine she comes up to you and she goes, "Mommy, mommy, I I I I hate when I look like I hate my face. I'm a monster. I, I'm in my I was in my room. I was crying." Like everything is wrong in my body and this and that. Can you imagine your perfect little beautiful daughter, baby Heather, coming to you saying these things about herself? What would you do? Because I feel if my baby version of Alexi came up to me and said that, like I would just grab her and go, "No, my God, you're so perfect. How could you say that?" And I would just cuddle her and grab her. And I know this might sound mental and too intense and too much, but sometimes you have to like look at yourself like you're your you're your own daughter. Because you'll see your and also and also uh, you know you have a you have a boy a boyfriend who supports you you should uh, include him in that in that fantasy and and you know if if you were to say what would he say to his daughter? And then he'd be like hooking up with his daughter. No, he'd say no, honey, you're beautiful. <laughs> oh, Geneva. <laughs> that wouldn't be no no that's that's not no that's why she won't have a kid with me. Heather, did that help at all? It, yeah, it did. 
And you're never alone. That's why Boy Crazy Radio exists, and that's why Ariel is my new co-host for the rest of the time. And Geneva, too. Every Wednesday. Every Wait, Wednesday. You're going to be on air. Yeah, every Wednesday is Ariel. Oh, my gosh. Pretty exciting stuff. We're going to take another phone call. I think this is a Skype phone call. Hello? Hello? Hi, what's Hello? your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um... I prefer not to use a name. Uh, if you want a name, I guess just come up with whatever name you think would work best. Um, I'm yeah. 21. I'm from Toronto. And okay. I, I don't actually have anything important to say. I just want to say hi, and your show is really awesome. And I also really like Ariel Pink. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank oh you very much. I'm so embarrassed, whatever your name is. Are you saying his name is Ariel, <laughs> and I've been saying Ariel all night? I don't know. I just always stop it. I'm, I'm sorry if it's not. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Thank you very much. Uh, say hi to Geneva. Yeah, oh yeah, hi, hi Geneva. Hi. Um, I wonder if people, of, of girls listening, are intimidated to call because their hearts are all breaking because Geneva's on the air tonight. I doubt it. Oh, I I don't doubt it. Oh, by the way, oh, I'm gonna, we're calling somebody who called in earlier, but they hung up. But I wrote down their number. can't get away that easy. You can't get away that easy. When you call on a boy crazy radio, you call, we mean it. We mean business or something. you got to get jumped out. Yeah. can't run away from your problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. This person can, apparently. All right, let's, this is, they don't want to talk to us. I want them to pick up. Should we all start listening? I think we should just listen to the listen to this, let it go for the rest of the show. Okay. Oh, well, we should probably end this show soon, but I like let it go for two hours. I said a two hour show just in case. Oh what? What'd you say? Is it a two hour show? Uh I mean we can end it whenever you want, but I just like just in case we went over. No, I th- oh, I think we should do a two hour show. I'm down I'm totally down for that. We're doing it. Hey, 646, you there? Like, 646 is dropped. Okay, we're going to go to, actually, somebody else called, and I'm going to call them as well. Because you can't, on Boy Crazy Radio, what's our motto, Ariel? You can't run away from your problems. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is so great. Oh, my God. I, I have a feeling Geneva's going to get addicted, too. She's going she's gonna to want to go. Geneva's already hooked. Geneva's <laughs> like the, the girl version of me, though. I thought I was the girl version of you. You're like the girl girl version of me. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, hopefully this person will pick up and not be a pussy. Wow. This person's so gotten got 951. Hello, is this 951? Hello? Hi, you called in Boy yeah. Crazy Radio? It's Alexi and Ariel Pink. Oh, hello. Hi, what's your name? Um, I'm Victor. I'm 18, and I'm from Riverside. What's up, Victor? Uh, yeah, I had a pretty crazy day today, and I guess I could share my story with you guys. Is it gonna really, really depress us? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. It was just kind of crazy, so 
Uh, where do I start? Um, so like yesterday, like I was on like Twitter, and then this like girl was like, "Oh, I need to ride to the mall tomorrow." So then I was like, I thought she was pretty cute. So then I was like, "Oh, I could give you a ride or whatever." And then she was like, "Oh, like we're on what time?" And then I was, she was like five or something. So then we set up the little like get together thing. So I was gonna give her a ride. And then, so then the next day comes, and I didn't even have my license yet, but my, like, license test was at around, like, 2, so I was going to try and get my license before. So then I go, like, driving with my brother, <laughs> and, like, just to get some practice before the test, and then, like, I'm while it. I'm, like, practicing how to reverse, and then, like, I back into, like, this, like, truck like you know like the big like big rig trucks how they like carry stuff like those like <laughs> carrier things like i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but I yeah, backed like, into yeah. One of, and i backed into it and i broke like the whole back windshield of like the car i was driving and yeah so then i was like super like fucked and then i was like wow like i can't even drive this because and a cop is going to pull me over and, like, give me a ticket or whatever. So I'm just, like, I, like, dipped out. And then I had to, like, tell the girl that I was planning on taking to the mall that I couldn't take her. And then my parents were pretty bummed. But then, on a good note, I I was just, like, dang, how am I even going to pay for it? Because I didn't have a job. And then, so like, there's this place, like, around my house that, like, I applied to, like, two weeks before but then I didn't have my ID but then I ordered an ID and then I had it with me so then I walked in there and then I was like oh I have my ID like can I get the job and then they gave me the job and I start tomorrow so at least I have that <laughs> to like kind of you know on the good side but yeah <laughs> um, you, can still get, you can still get the, you can still do that ride man just just uh, give it a few weeks pay off the debt you can get some, like, plastic and tape up the back of that car. Take her now. Oh, yeah. It's not his car. <sighs> I used yeah, to it was, my, it was like, my, my parents' car. Why didn't you just Why didn't you just meet her at the mall? Why didn't you just, listen, you got a job, fantastic. Why didn't you just Why don't you guys walk to the mall? Walk to the mall. <laughs> well, because it was pretty far, like. That's why she needed a ride, because it was oh. kind of far. You know what? You don't want to go to the mall anyway, man. Not with a girl. Malls are free. Not with a girl, dude. Yeah. Gonna, you're gonna be. You're gonna be. They're gonna wanna. They're gonna shoot you away. She's gonna drive you nuts. You're gonna get on her nerves. I mean, it's it's a bad move. It's it's a it's. God is intervening. So so taking a girl to the mall is a bad move. No. Isn't that where everybody takes their their girls? Take her to a movie. Take her to the beach. Listen. Okay. Okay, wait a minute. He's in Riverside. Victor's in Riverside. I think I'm a big fan of the mall because I feel like anything's possible at a mall. Nothing can go wrong. You can get juice. You can go to a shop. You can go to a movie. You can go to a factory. What'd you say? They can go to a lake. There's lakes over there. I used to live out there. What? I we can't hear you. What'd you say? She said she said to take him to take her to the lake to the lake there. There's like a lake. I think it was there's like a castle park over there. I think that might be kind of cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Castle, take her to castle park. But listen, take her to Raging Waters. 
No, 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 no. Listen, yes, these are possibilities, but they don't even know each other. They met on Twitter. If I were a girl, I'd feel way safer meeting some weird Twitter dude. No offense, Victor. No, no. Like I've I've met her before. Like we, I've been to like a couple of parties. Like and we've met, seen each other. Like she knows who I am, but we don't. But it, it was It's not more than a couple like high buys, I guess. Okay. But no, what's it's the problem? Be. Is there a problem? Um, I no, I just wanted to tell, I guess, that story, but I guess there's no, like, problem, no. I guess. Well, you know what, Victor, I'm glad you called in. I'm glad you got the job. I'm glad you're you're not super bummed out about the car mishap, and hopefully this girl will prove herself and she'll still remain in your life, even though you couldn't give her a ride to the mall. Um, yeah. I had a weird day. Here's what I did today. I got my vagina waxed. Sorry, I don't mean to be so crass. I got my privates waxed. Um, what else did I do? I did that, and wait, Geneva, do you get waxed, or what do you do? Okay, I agree. Um, hello? <laughs> yeah? Where did Geneva go? I don't know. Oh, my God, I know what happened. Oh, shit. Hold on. Fixing the problem. Thanks, we have some technical difficulty. Like technical difficulty, I think that I hung up on our guest, and that will be remedied momentarily. Um, okay, everything's gonna be fine, guys. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Um, Hello. Uh oh, I actually made a wrong move. Hello. Ariel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we still in the air? Yeah, we're totally still in the air. I said that uh, Victor was telling us about his day, and then I said what I did today is I got my privates waxed, and then I asked Geneva if she gets waxed, and then I realized I had hung up on both of you, and I thought she was just giving me the silent treatment. Just waxed? What? She got waxed today. Wax. I said, you get waxed too, Geneva? What do you do? What do you do down there? I'm so lazy. Like, I've been shaving my mustache lately. It's like really bad. What? No, I'm like I don't wax because I I'm I'm lazy and I know I could just shave my mustache or whatever if I have to. <laughs> Are you talking about your Wait a minute. line? Wait, hold on. Wait, now take the phone away from Ariel because we need to, everybody. America needs to. Yeah, okay. Wait. We're talking about the territory, like waxing, right? <laughs> what? Hello. Yeah. Oh my I god. Said, I, I said I got waxed. You don't even do, do, wait, so what's your upkeep on your private? Oh, my God. I just shave it. You shave, shave it? it. See, I, wait, do you or, or keep it, whatever. I'll just let it go wild. I don't know. You let it go wild? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. In the summertime, I will. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the summertime? <laughs> No one cares. No one really cares. I mean, it's like, really? Well, the funny thing is, okay, listen, here's what I do. I mean, I, I did meet one guy who gave me shit about it. He was like, ugh. And I'm like, are you sure? fucking serious? What if, but what if men are, like, giving you shit about it behind your back? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Oh, I, as long as I don't hear them. <laughs> like, really, I mean, they're not going to, like, not sleep with you because you got a bush. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, here's here's the thing. Ariel likes the book too. 
I love, I call it a retro bush. I think it's a fantastic thing. But here's the thing. I've gotten addicted to waxing. I would never do laser because I don't want to have lasers by my private. But, oh, wait, when you maintain your privates, and we'll get off of this in a second, do you use a scissors to, like, cut the, the excess hair off and then you have a full retro bush? Or do you just fucking leave it white, like crazy? Um, you know, I do, like, all different kinds of looks depending on how much time I have in the bathroom or if I even notice. But I usually, I kind of like to do, like, a scissor over comb technique. <laughs> so that way, <laughs> to make scissor over comb. But I was just at my sister's house, and I, she had this razor that had, like, the, the teeth, you know, the little claws, like, the one-inch, half-inch, uh, like, you know, clipper claws on the, on a regular razor. Oh, wow. And I just... I, it was amazing. It just, like, seriously, like, three strokes, the whole thing is good to go. Oh, my God. What's I don't know where she got that thing. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's just like a disposable razor with the little, like, you know, guard on it. Well, Perfect. You should text your sister during the show to find out what this razor is so we can tell our, our, our the people listening. But here's what, okay, I like to mix it up. So even if when, I, when I have a boyfriend, I like to surprise them so it's always different, like whether, like, you know, how I'm waxing it or if I'm not, if I'm going retro bush or whatever. Anyway, so I went I got waxed today, and I had shaved a week ago, and my waxer got mad at me because she noticed that I shaved and it kind of changes up what's going on. It makes the hair coarser or whatever. But when I go to my place to go get waxed, what they do is they take everything off the bottom of your, your privates, and then they make you flip over onto your stomach and pull your ass like your butt apart and then they get into your asshole and wax your asshole you know what's great about that it's like okay i went to beauty school when i was uh, like 16 and i have like my license and like i went for hair but technically i'm licensed to do like esthetician and hair and nails and when i was like in the beauty school we had the the hair department which was just all the trashy like crazy you know uh, bisexual, lesbian, meth head, you know, like your typical like hairdresser school. And then there was another wing of the estheticians where they were all very, very well-mannered, well-dressed, manicured estheticians. And because, you know, they did facials and massage and stuff. But the truth is, like, majority of them end up having to spread people's legs apart and, like, wax up their cooch, like, 12 times a day, you know? <laughs> like, I know. Awesome. I, I, I always <laughs> I never get used to it. I always get embarrassed. Also, I don't want anybody to think that I've, well, whatever. I don't want to talk about this. I don't have a hairy whatever. I mean, it's not crazy. But I just think oh, it's I funny do. that they're like, what? You do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like part Greek. Oh, you're blonde. Well, we're talking about our cooch. Oh, listen, Ariel, get, get Ariel back on the phone. You text your sister. Find out the name of the razor. We're taking a phone call. Okay, yeah. Here it is. All right, right, right. Ariel, six to three. Area code two three year old Ariel Pink and his girlfriend Geneva. Holy shit. Sorry about that. Things are getting weird. Okay, no, we got hold on. Area code six two three. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, are you there? What's your name? How old you? Where are you calling from? Say hi to Ariel and tell us your problems. Hey Ariel, uh I am thirty three. I'm from uh Phoenix and my name is Chris. What's up? Um, nice. Not much. Man, talking about, uh, do you go for the uh, the asshole um, uh, bleaching as well or just rip the hair off? Listen, I don't need to have my asshole waxed. I'm just saying they flip me over and they get the, the baby mm. hairs in the crevices. How? I hope you're masturbating to this because I, I, would be, I would be bummed. If you no. Were. But anyway, no. 
I don't have. I don't get my asshole. How dare you? I don't get my asshole. I, I don't know. I I I grow back thicker. Doesn't it grow back thicker once you do that? No, it grows back thicker when you shave, which is why I was shocked that that Geneva doesn't get waxed because it gets thicker, and that's how my it waxer grows. It doesn't grow back thicker. That's impossible. That's impossible. It grow, it, no, it does. It grows how, back. If you shave the end of a hair, how can like the root of it get thicker? Like think about I it. It's just it's just blood. It feels thicker. I, I promise you, it does. Because when I shave, when it, when I need to, in a pinch. Uh, it just grows that coarser, and that's how. And I can feel it. I can see the difference. And like, and my my waxer lady could tell today. I was so apologetic. Anyway, Chris, thirty three in Phoenix. What's your deal? What's going on? Oh, okay. Oh, but first on the grooming down in there. Um, about two years ago, I met this chick, um, at the club, and she showed me how she oh, wait, takes care of her Chris, Chris, stuff Chris, down I'm there. Sorry, I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. At at the club? Which which club? At the club? At that club? What? You met her at a club. And, at, at, I met her at a club. Uh, at the time, I think it was called E4. I don't think it exists anymore. But um, uh, she uh, she shaved a mustache uh, in her in her pubic hair down there. So when she pulled down her panties, it looked like she had a little handlebar mustache above her uh, Vigini or whatever you want. Oh, to she call had it. the she, she had the, the the Adolf Hitler thing. No, 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 not like straight. I'm talking like handlebars with it, the curl and everything, like a straight up. Look oh, like okay. Thirties fucking mustache, like you put over your. You like know, Italian, like, Italian, like like big night. It was crazy, dude. I was like, damn, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, here's my problem. All right, I met this girl about a year ago. We've been dating about a year, and right from the get go, um, uh, totally different. I mean, I, I instantly clicked. We have the exact same humor. We can fucking pick up anything and create a joke and laugh about it all day. It's, I've never had that kind of chemistry. So, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely head over heels over this woman. Uh, about six months into it, kind of, um, I obviously got a lot more serious. I gave her keys to my house, the whole nine yards. And um, something happened with work where I ended up installing a security camera uh, on my house on the outside. Uh, I had an issue with an employee. But um, uh, anyway, and just fucking around with it and, and whatnot, I noticed and found out that she was doing, like, drive-bys by my house and, like, stopping my house while I wasn't there, which I didn't care about, but it was kind of like nothing we've ever discussed or anything like that. You know, but it was just interesting. She'd stop by my house randomly and be in there for, like, two or three hours while we are both, you know, supposedly at work or gone or whatever. And I was just like, damn, what is she doing? You know, she's just chilling. She liked my place better. I, you know, I, it didn't bother me, but on the same hand, it wasn't something we discussed. I left it at that because, to be honest with you, I, I just didn't, I just really didn't care. Okay, about a month ago on the camera, she's at my house uh, without me knowing, and and I see her with a dude going into my house. Um, uh, now, right? So here, here's my dilemma. Here's my fucking question. Um, is... I've never had this kind of chemistry, and oh, no. I mean, honestly, I don't think I've ever been in love before until her now, okay, type of deal. And I really just don't want to fucking rock the boat to the degree that if I lose this, I'm afraid I'll never have it again. And fucking at 33, this is the first time I've ever felt it. I've, I'm, it'll be 20 years before. She's going to walk all over you, dude. He's rocking the boat, dude. I, I know. She's going to walk yeah. all over you, dude. So what... Her, see what she does. Just, 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 just fuck her one time, really, really hard, and and, and slap her a few times, and then and just like bruise her up, and then just like send her out. 
But I'm just I'm just okay, saying like you know like, like here's the deal. It might, it might not even have been like that because okay, well here's the deal. I'm 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 gonna uh, approach it because I need to know. It's fucking been driving me crazy. I mean literally crazy. Because I, I want to know, is it... But here's the thing is, we've never even discussed her coming over to the house. So I was going to either approach it and be like, hey, by the way, I had cameras installed. I noticed you've been fucking coming over to my house in the middle of the day, chilling, you know, et cetera, et cetera. What's that all about? What are you doing? You know, Bring up the last uh, time. And then just be like... Or the other thought was was just like, who the fuck did you bring over to my house? Um, and why? And what's you the name? You know, her house. Blah, blah. What's that? Do you have keys to her place? Do you have keys uh, to her place? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, just like uh, you know, when she comes home from work, just be sitting there in the living room naked with a video camera. <laughs> or a chick, another chick, and then invite her. No, with the video camera, that'd be cool. Video camera and I've another done, chick. I've gone over like fifty scenarios. I've got it saved, you know. So I was thinking Listen. about just fucking. Just sending her the video yeah, via her, her phone and just fucking send it to her and be like, fucking peace out or some shit like that. I don't no, know. Here, you, don't end, like, we, you don't have to be like, you don't have to be just ask her what's up. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, here's what, I, here's what I think you should do too. Do it in a public place. Don't be alone with her in your house or something. Just like go, like act like nothing's going on. Say, hey, let's meet for dinner. Totally casual and cool. Meet for dinner and then bring it up in a public place. And have her explain herself. I mean, really, there's no explanation. She can say whatever the fuck she wants. It's mental. You know why? Because I'm a rational, logical human being in, in, in the majority of, of the aspects of my life. Uh, mm-hmm. I would never do this. This is fucking weird as fuck. This is so weird. I don't know what Change the walk. What? Change the walk. Yeah, change the motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Change the lock oh, yeah. tomorrow. As soon as you fucking can, change the lock. Leave the cameras up. Invite her to a public place. Bring it up, and and here we go. No, let's not bring it up. <laughs> no, 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 no. She won't bring it up. She won't bring it up because hopefully she'll be too embarrassed. She'll wonder why the lock's different, and then you bring it up in a public place for dinner, and then uh, and then just go home by yourself to your new your you know your newly new locked place. And, All right, uh, but here, but here's here's the other downfall side of things is. The other one? I've, I've almost no. The is the only other thing is is almost to a degree. I've never been in a it relationship matter. where I've been in love. I, I care. It's I almost care. not. No, I'm, I don't know. I, I, it's almost. She brought a guy into your house. Care. There's a strange guy in your fucking house. That's kind of a big one. You know, you know what guys do to other guys' houses. She she brought she brought that stuff in. She's brought that into your house without your permission. Yeah, she's right. brought, he, not, so she's probably she's cheating on you. Would you would you, I mean? Is, is, is that guy? Okay, she's the hottest girl in the world. Uh, it's nothing to do with looks. I mean, she's average. It's just more oh, of a mental thing. Oh, I can't even. Well, hey, hey, hey! She didn't even tell you about bringing the guy over, huh? Well, she didn't even tell me about going to my house when I wasn't there. Well, that's nothing. I mean, whatever. I mean, nothing happened. She's just going by herself, though. But when she's bringing a guy, she would she should mention that she's going over to your house. Oh my with god! A guy. She men- no, she should fucking mention that she went over there without a guy. It's all weird. I would have been fucking weirded out the first and the second and the however many times she went over there alone. And then she brings a dude. Next, this is so. Well, you think when a key kind of implies that they're it could have been a repairman. Like what? That's when you give someone a key so they can go to your house when you're not there. Like, but it's no, also the no. Case. no. Could have been the former. 
we're calling another person that called in that, that is trying to run from their problems. The thing is, if I've gotten keys to ex-boyfriend's places, and I go and I have a key so I can let myself in when we talk about it, they go, oh, come over, I'm going to be home later, so you just come over at 6 and I'll meet you there at 7 or something. You know, like, you don't just go over unannounced. That's fucking weird. Well, you go over, she didn't have to announce it because she knew he was at work. Exactly. I mean, I would just communicate. The kind of relationship I would have, I would say, hey, can I come over at this point? You know, I would just say it. Like, even if the guy goes, you can come over. I would just pay her. Maybe she's homeless. Maybe she should just pay her. I think she's homeless. And take his keys back. Okay, we're going to play another. um, Oh, wait. Do you guys play music together? Geneva and me? Yeah. Yeah. We do. On occasion, sure. Um, how is your reconcile relationship going, both of you guys? I want to hear both sides. So far, how long has it been going on for? A week, two weeks, a month, what? Um, wait, what? What? Wait, say the question again. I was... Wait, what did you say? Um, how long have you guys <laughs> been back together? Oh. What is it? I mean, there wasn't like a... I guess this kind of started up when we were on tour last month, but then it was like officially. I mean, I like a few, a week, two weeks, you know. So are you guys having? Are you guys just having a nice time? How's it going so far? And are there any expectations? Is there a label? Like, where are we at here? Oh my God! Should we get into it? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, Really? This is oh, show my God. Can't help ourselves. I can't um, I've been kind of, like, neurotic. I mean, I got <laughs> I got a little neurotic on tour. Um, it, it was kind of a, it just, uh, I, I guess, you know, we were together for a long time and then off for about two years. So it, uh, when, when you start something up again, it's it's like it's not like moving back home to your parents or anything, but it's it's like you you're afraid of moving backwards because you know the whole point is to sort of grow and learn or be happier or whatever if that's possible. But so that was kind of weird. I was like worried about just kind of settling back into the way we were immediately, as if like nothing had changed. But it doesn't seem to be the case. I think it's uh, it's good. I don't know. We're talking and working shit out. I guess and and what. <laughs> were you just were you on were you on tour just to be with him or were you guys like doing music stuff together? Do you perform with Ariel or like or? No, I was uh, I was doing the like lighting and um like stage design for this tour, but I'm gonna be opening up for him in Europe in a month, so it'll be another tour. That's exciting. Boy, boy Crazy Radio via Skype with Ariel Tank. With Ariel and Geneva on tour, this would be great. In Europe. <laughs> um, it'll be trans transatlantic uh boy crazy radio. That's okay. That's a good thing that you just touched on because even me going to Florida this weekend with my ex for his birthday, just as friends and talking about stuff, it, it opened up my I started thinking about, you know, the idea of getting back together with an ex, like any ex, and it did make me think for a second, well, yeah, is that moving backwards? I guess that's, so that's interesting that you just mentioned that because I wondered, like, I do feel like the whole point of life is, like, you move forward, you, you learn from something, you grow, you move forward. Well, and if, and if it can I interject? Out, 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm asking for myself. Oh, uh, well, I think I think that. Um, I mean, I just I'm not going to speak for Geneva, but uh, but uh, I kind of understand uh, the way I the way I understand it is that um, we fought we we ended on a sour note that had been accumulating for a while, and it was kind of a culmination of sorts. So when you know two years goes by, and you grow in those two years, you're always moving forward. But then, when when you get back, to, when you decide to reconcile, yeah, we still have to deal with it. You kind of, but you also fall, kind of like fall right back into like the last, the last, l- last pattern. You it's like you didn't even like a like a, like a, like, a, like a two years hadn't even uh, happened. So essentially. But you have you have grown in those two years, so it's it's a matter of like actually applying what you've learned and and you know it's kind of like there's there's different stakes involved. Hmm. I get it. Hmm. No, I, I, mean, I totally get that. I get that because I'm I'm using what you're telling me right now, and I'm 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 putting that on. If I were to get back with any of my exes, yeah, I'm completely different years later, and then I would just have to kind of show them, because you're kind of proving to the other person and vice versa, like, oh, remember how I used to do this and, and, and act out like this when this stuff would happen? Well, I don't do that anymore, and, and only time will show you that I don't, but this is what I learned in these past two years or for however many years. And like, So you were, already, you were already telling him that? You were already like kind of like saying, I don't, I don't do what I did? I mean, that, that sounds like it's like almost like a, like, a, like you know, Almost like a like you're getting ready to 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 do the deed or something like that. No, no, no. I'm, I just wanted to hear what you were going to say. No, I did not. I didn't say that to my ex, but I was thinking about how I've changed over time to myself. Like I was having these thoughts in my head by myself, going, "Huh," just like looking at looking at that dynamic of like, "Oh, I'm spending time with my ex," and like kind of paying attention, silently paying attention to how he's changed, and wondering, and and also like when I saw him and when I see any of my exes. I think of how far I've come because they don't even really know the new me. They know me from like five years ago or three years ago or seven years ago. And that's that's where I came from. That's who I used to be. And a lot of that is still the same, but there's a lot of stuff that's shifted. And so it's like interesting when you hang out with an ex, you kind of see how they've grown and how you've grown. And, and like, I'm, I wasn't like telling them all this stuff being like, okay, if we were to get back together, like I no longer do this and I will prove that to you over time. I wasn't doing that, but I was just like, it just made me think about, you know, what you and, and Geneva are doing now. So I actually was, like, having firsthand kind of thoughts about that this weekend in general, like what that all means and what that would entail, you know? What I've been doing a lot, like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because I've actually never done this before, so I could be doing it all wrong. But um, the stuff that, like, is the residual things that I sort of, like, you know, you know, the, the issues that you had, like, the reason why you broke up in the first place, you know, that's always there, of course. Um, I mean, we kind of always kept in touch, and we always, like, hung out uh, over the course of the last two years, but we didn't really have to talk about that stuff. But it's, like, n- the thing is, like, I don't really know if, like, those issues are going to be there still, because you never know what's going to happen. Like, I could be over shit. He could be over shit. But I feel the need to just sort of bring it up in a like in a non fighting way and say, Okay, so this was something we had and how do you want to approach that now if we were to prevent that from happening again? I mean, 
don't know. It seems to, but you know, it's like we could come to some kind of like, oh yeah, that's a great idea, but you never know what's gonna happen. Are we well, I have I have the answer. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I think if we just want to, if if one, if it's not going to work, if one of us just wants to stay together, if one of us just wants the other, it's not going to work out. Two people have to want to be with the other person, and that's the only way it can happen. It's like it's no good for for one person to like have like all the 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 energy and the just kind of the drive to do it. Um, it can only play out, it can play out in four scenarios. Okay, you, the, the two people can either not want to be there together and that won't equal a relationship. The, one of them can leave. That won't, one of, one of them could want the relationship and the other one not as much. That won't be good. Um, then you can have the opposite scenario with the opposite person. Uh, that wouldn't be good. And then you have a scenario where the two people both want to be there, and that's the only one that that will work. So yeah, but wanting to be there is the, it, it, you could you could want to be there for like different reasons. You know but I mean? but if and you want to if you want to be there though, want, you know? no no no. But you if you want to be there, you want to be there. Simple, plain and simple. Wouldn't yeah. it be funny if we got into a fight like right now? No, you will. <laughs> You're not going to. I won't, I won't let that happen. I'm here. It's a fundamental, a fundamental difference in perspective, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just thinking, regardless, if, if I don't do it for you and you don't do it, or you don't do it for me, I mean, we should just have the, the, the you know, the, the respect and balls and just kind of like not torture the other. Yeah. Wait, talk into the phone. You're, 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 you're getting muffled. Uh, one thing that, like, I totally had to check myself on, though, is, like, you know when you have a long-term relationship, you get really comfortable with people. And when you're really comfortable with people, you tend to be way more obnoxious than you would be in front of, you know, yeah, like total strangers then- or people you just meet, <laughs> you know. But so I I started noticing, like, on the tour, when we kind of started getting close again, um, that I was, like, falling into my own, like, patterns of just, you know, complaining or doing this or doing that, annoying shit. And it's like you almost don't even notice it because it just fits the situation. Like, this is how it was. But I don't know. I kind of, like, like, Ariel got really stressed out because he's got a lot of crap going on. And then it kind of hit me. I realized, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm totally just making this worse. And I'm, like, going into that whole mode. And it's not all about me. (laughs) So I'm trying to, like, keep that in mind. Wait, is that the problem? Is that what you're saying? It's the problem. That's why you got mad. What? No, 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 no. I mean, that's not why I got mad. It's or because, 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 it, because if it's all about me and it's my tour... That's but about, it is your tour. That's right. It's it like, is all about me. I know, I know. And I had to, like, deal with that. And I was just, I was thinking it's all about, you know, us because we're getting back together. But no, it wasn't. He had, like, he was on tour. He had to do his shit. I should have been doing my shit, like, and not talking about it. It was good. It was good. We got like, together. Normal, so. normal tour uh, fight kind of thing. Middle of the Wait, happy, I, you know, I got my period. You know? <laughs> my annual period. I got it. It was crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> I but wait, talk. Ariel has to talk into the phone because I don't want him to get muffled once. So I want to hear both sides. Sorry, I'll speak into the uh, the phone. Um, uh, what was I saying? Uh, no, no, no. I think we we just had a, a you know, a kind of a. 
our seasonal fight, like, halfway through the thing. This is my period. It's just the middle of the tour kind of thing. We were in Toronto, and there were, you know, some, some girl threw French fries at Geneva and then McDonald's. And... Oh, no, it was just a weird night, you know? I was just, I was just the, the, emo. I was the, emo. The, the wolves were out, you know? I was super emo. Did you did you say the normals or something? Did I said I was emo. I was super emo, you know, like no, no, no. It was kind of crazy. I, I thought Ariel. I was flipping out. I thought the norm the Ariel referred to people as the normals and that the, the the normals threw French fries at Geneva. And I thought that was so great because I like to call uh like people surrounding me like at Disneyland. I like to call them extras or oh. like, the, the normals or something. Even like as if like I, I call them life. immoral. Immoral. Oh, God. Immor- okay, Immortals. We're going to play another voicemail. I'm good and confident about your relationship. Oh, and here's here's my problem. So you guys found each other again, and like, and you know what worked and what didn't work, and blah, 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 yakety smackety, whatever. My issue is I have people that I, you know, and like, I don't have a problem meeting people I connect with. Well, that's a lie, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. My point is. I admire I, that. Well, I have an issue, thank you. Um, I have an issue where I get very claustrophobic and feel locked down and feel very like, well, wait a minute, if I'm, have I made the right decision? If I'm with this person, then I can't have like a crazy, romantic, weird thing where I'm not leaving myself open to meeting potentially the, the uh, another person who's better for me. No. Spoiled. It's not you're your spoiled. problem. You're spoiled. probably smothering you. No, you're spoiled. You're spoiled. You, you, eventually... You you will feel limited by by the constraints of uh, time and age, and uh, I hate to bring it up, but uh, but then you will settle because because uh, you won't have the variety and the the I mean I don't think that's ever going to happen to you, Alexi, for for uh, for real. But I mean I, I I think that you know I mean I guess your uh, do you look like your mom? Does your mom look like, like you? Do you look like your mom? Do I look up to my mom? Well, I know she's listening. I, Do you look I, like her, like your mom? I look like my mom, and my mom looks like me. Um, my mom looks. Wait, okay, here's the thing. I thought that I I don't not look up to my mom, but my mom and I are different, and we balance each other out. And she's got really great, wonderful things about her, and I've got wonderful things about me. And we like, you know, they complement one another. You know, we're very different, but we're really similar, and we can relate to each other by talking about feelings and dreaming and daydreaming and all this stuff. But I, oh, and also, my mom is really, you know, was a wild, is a wild person, like, and has had lots of, you know, lots of romances and exciting adventures because she's sexy and a badass and was in, you know, bands her whole life and stuff. And she's, she's like an '80s rocker woman and 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 a cool, like, I've got a real cool mom. So well, then there you mom, go. You'll end up like her. But I mean, who knows? I can't, well, that's it's not so bad. That isn't so bad, but that's what I was going to say. Like, that's an interesting thing that I do look at because I look at my mom, and my mom met a guy like four or five years ago, and he has kids, and my mom has me, and they're grown up, and my mom has never been in love before, not even with my dad. Like, and she just met the guy of her dreams, and like, they're in their 50s. They love each other. That's awesome. Yeah, so that gives me a lot of. That's right on time. Imagine if if she had fallen in love beforehand. That would suck. Because the cool thing is, I almost think, like, this is the way life is. Here's the deal. In your teens, in your 20s, um, you fuck everybody. You have a lot of fun. You try not to get AIDS or herpes or die or whatever. Then you meet somebody, 
you have a kid, you get divorced, maybe yeah, in your 30s or your late 30s. Well, nowadays, this is how I feel. 38, 39 is when I plan on, you know, meeting a guy. Not meeting a guy, but, like, that's when I want to have a baby. Like, my, I'm going to try to have a baby, like, when I'm 40 because I feel like technology will be even better and, like, I'll have enough money, hopefully, because I'm trying to. You know what I mean? Like, I'm that's just going to exactly push. what I said. <laughs> yeah. We, we compromised. I said 39. I, mean, I wanted to do it Like, when I'm not as hot, you know, I'm going to maybe get pregnant. Yeah, and by then, hopefully, like, you know, we'll all have tons and tons of money so we can, like, freeze embryos and whatever. Because I heard, like, if you freeze, because I heard if you freeze an egg, that's, people think freezing eggs mean, like, oh, you know, you can have a baby super easy. But it's actually, not, it's like. Seven grand. What'd you say? <laughs> it's seven, it's $7,000 to do it around that. So, but hold on, check this out. I talked to my gynecologist, and the real uh, way to do it is, you freeze an embryo because then you, your chances of actually having that that um, thing come to life, that thing, that thing come to life is way more likely because they can't always like warm up that egg and make it come to life and make a baby out of it. I know I'm like not a doctor, clearly, obviously, by the way I'm speaking about this stuff. But what you do is you take some, let's say, wait, you take you take some of Ariel's sperm or whatever the dude, whoever the dude is, uh, you're, you're dating. I'm not, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about people in general. You take. Ariel sperm, you take your egg, you put them together, they shake them up in a doctor's laboratory, laboratory, what have you. They make a baby embryo of your little baby. They freeze the baby embryo, and then when you're ready to have the kid, they wake up that frozen embryo, and that's way more likely to happen than just freezing your egg. It's like it has better chances of, like, coming to fruition, you know? Hmm. That's what I I heard. What? I want to get pregnant. So that seems kind of weird, though, because it's like, you know, like, you've got this baby just waiting for you in a freezer, like, with some dry ice, you know? You're, you're like, okay, so uh, what about next month? Is that a good month? Oh. I don't know. I'm busy next month. I got I to gotta do this thing. Okay, well, wh- what about uh, next weekend? I mean, it's like, babies kind of come when they come. <laughs> you know? Like, know. It, it seems, that would freak me out. Like, like okay, mark the calendar. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I totally agree too. So let's take the eggs and the embryo freezing out of the but, equation for a second. My goal is to like, like, but I'm just going back to like my mom's model. Is but like, it's, yeah, it is more practical. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But I'm just, but I'm just saying like, even if you don't freeze anything, I do like the idea of like, okay, you you meet somebody and have a baby in your late 30s or whatever, um, or or 40 the latest or whatever, and then. You get a divorce if you're married or whatever. You end on nice terms, and you you and the you know the kid goes back and forth, or or and then when you're older and you all your ego and your vanity and your bullshit and your career aspirations are all kind of they've all fallen to the wayside. But your career is fine. You've already taken care of that in your late twenties and thirties, and, and now you're just maintaining your career because that's what we're all like hustling to do right now. I hope everybody listening should be hustling. Now in your late teens, early twenties, fucking get your career going so you, you can be fucking crazy. What if you can't stand the sperm donor by that time? You're you're what if you hate the guy. You're gonna hate the guy. Can you don't want to love the guy. You don't want to stay with him. I wonder if people can Ariel, adopt. Ariel, him. Ariel, Ariel, what the fuck's going on? What? What are you talking about? You said it's a dream. What well, to, to to divorce the guy like like a couple of years after you have the kid with him? After you're married to him, or after you like him, or whatever, and then just drop him by the wayside? What are you talking I'm about? Not, I'm not saying that. I'm just 
fucking being. I'm being silly and looking at my mom as a mom. Being realistic. You're being. You're being. That's. You're, you're being realistic. And that's, so why get married in the first place? Why eat? Why would a guy have a kid with a girl, knowing that that's what girls do? No, it's not. Why would you? You really think you're going to be able to find a guy that will fucking let you do that at, at, by 39? I'm sorry. I'm not saying. First of all, there are a million things I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not going to meet the guy when I'm 39. You meet the guy before, and you were together for years, and you love each other, and you have a baby. And I'm just being realistic. I'm not saying we're definitely going to get separated. I don't even have a boyfriend. Okay, leave me alone. I'm just saying. Judging by the statistics, I mean, we're not hoping for divorce, but me and my pretend husband and our new baby, we're going to hope to stay together, but those first two years are difficult, and if we can get maybe, like, maybe he starts having an affair, maybe I feel lonely and take it for granted, maybe I'm having an affair because women cheat too, I don't know. But I'm just saying. Just get to the punch. Just start. Just start off on different terms. Just uh, uh, planned obsolescence, and no. then have the baby out of wedlock. No, uh, listen. I my parents had me out of wedlock too. It doesn't matter if, if you're married or not married. When you have a baby with someone, you're connected to them for life. Here's what I'm saying. I hope to God to stay with the person I have a baby with. That sounds great. I'm a romantic. I'm just. I'm just covering my ass because my heart will be broken if I don't. Because I am such a romantic. I can't be no, naive and romantic. I'm a realistic. Well, so, so you'd rather so you'd rather have a kid, ultimately more than you'd rather have the good relationship. Is no, that correct? No, listen, no, Geneva, don't you say this shit in front of Geneva? Because here's the deal. I oh, want to no. have a baby. I, wait, no, I don't. I want to have a baby at some point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. But the experience of having a child, and I would only have one because I'm an only child, and I like me, uh, and I think it's it's great. You can put all your money into the one baby. I don't want to give up that experience because I want to save a relationship that might be in jeopardy because we have a baby. Of course, I'd love to have my best friend baby making dude with me for the rest of my life and we're old and I want to, I would love that. I'm just talking shit because we're doing a podcast called boy crazy radio and I'm just looking at the statistics because we have all this fucking uh, evidence of, of people breaking up. But nobody I talk to, I mean, all, all four people I've spoken to when I'm using them like a, as a guide, they all say they're so glad they had their child because having a child is a life experience I never want to go without. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm just – I feel like you and I – I know. Three of, I, I bet all three of us agree with everything I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't agree with, this, with, the, with, with the, the, you know, late 30s having a kid thing, but I, I, I agree with the kid. Well, he wants to lock me up, like, right now. Crazy. I've been for years, the past two years, actually. It would be a mistake. It would be terrible. We would just, we would just get to the. You would get to go on tour, and I'd have to like give up my career. But it would. But you want a kid? But we would have the best. We would be like in a new place in our lives, and we wouldn't regret but it. You'd be in the same place. I'd be in a new place, and it would be kind of lame because you'd be gone all the time. All well, the I could take the kid. You. <laughs> I'll be just the kid. You. You can Here go, we go. You stay home and work on your career. Listen, it didn't work. And with for the Kate baby, Hunter. work on my baby career. No, on your baby your career. Music career. Your music oh, career so, from home. I just spent and all weekend with the baby. baby. I spent a weekend with the baby, and there's no music making with the baby. Well, that's because it's from it's got it's got mommy and daddy problems. Dude, all babies got problems. Actually, they're screaming, they're crying, they can't for themselves. They need yeah, you for everything. Don't get a divorce. Don't get married. Listen, hold on. Just like Ariel said that, that that both people have to want to make it work, both people want to ha- have to want to have a baby. So you know, like, 
You're not ready. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm waiting. You're not ready, Ariel. That's the thing. It's like I I say I'm not ready. I'm probably more ready than he is. I, I just have to slip. I won't work. I just, I just have to slip. I, I just we can't do it intentionally. I just have to. I, I just have to. <laughs> it's still not that easy. To not pull out for a second or something like that. And, oh my god. Okay, we got to wrap up the show. Everybody, it's been a two-hour show with Ariel Pink. Plan B. What'd you say? Plan B. You can get it at CVS without a prescription. Morning after pill. Morning after pill. But they never get it. I I I get it. They never. You you get it every. It's like the two months after appointment. Do do the boys go with you? (laughs) I make the boys go and buy. Yeah, a fucking a man buys the morning after pill for a woman. The woman doesn't buy her own one. Yeah, he makes he makes sure that you take it exactly. I just take the money out of the wallet and kill myself. (laughs) <laughs> Not with you, Ariel, though, because you're trying to fucking get your girlfriend pregnant. Anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Uh, thank you so much for our beautiful guests, the talented Ariel Pink and Geneva. I don't know your last name. Um, jacuzzi. Geneva Jacuzzi? Geneva Jacuzzi. Two people with two fake names. Uh, I'm excited for their life. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You you just might be joined by uh, by Ariel and maybe Geneva, too. Who knows? I'm not sure. He may have felt stifled with his girlfriend in the room, but that's going to be Follow all of us on Twitter. Uh, me, uh, Alexi Wasser. I am, uh, you can follow me at I'm Boy Crazy. You can follow Ariel Pink at, at Menopause Men. And you, uh, Geneva, what's your Twitter handle? Geneva, what's your Twitter, Twitter, Twitter it's, handle? It's just Geneva Jacuzzi. I don't know. <laughs> just, just follow one or the other. I don't know. I need to go to Geneva Jacuzzi to the Twitter. I, I'm, I don't know how to do Twitter. You can, we okay, have to start our own Twitter, Twitter now. No, oh, we're not going to start our own Twitter. Geneva's going to set up a Twitter account. Uh, everybody looks forward to it. You can subscribe to I have one. She has one. It's asking me with Jacuzzi. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. You can always call in and leave a voicemail uh, if you can't call in during the live show. The telephone number is area code 888-666-2045. Leave me a message uh, under one minute. Don't include your telephone number because we will play it on the following live show, Boy Crazy Radio. If you, the listeners out there, want to submit your music so we play it on the show, please email me an MP3 to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject music. And I'm going to play us out with another epic Ariel Pink song, which is called Only in My Dreams, which I'm assuming is either about me or Geneva or love in general or all the deep thoughts that go on in the deep recesses of Ariel Pink's mind. I love you guys. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid port in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.